Hello everyone, it's Carrie-Anne here from Cat's Pyjamas. Welcome to the first ever edition of Cat's Pyjamas Combos, our podcast series. Uh, I'm super excited to be here um, launching the podcast series. We've asked our followers what they want to hear about um, and I'm pleased to be starting with a topic that lots of people are struggling with at the moment around the art of networking. Um, And I'm very lucky to be here with the inspirational Jane Galloway uh, from Quiet the Hive. So Jane, welcome. Uh, and tell us a little bit about you. Thank you so much, Karen. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here for your first podcast. It's so exciting. Um, So the honour is absolutely mine. Thank you. Um, So I'm Jane Galloway and I am founder and director of Quiet the Hive. Um, Quiet the Hive was born from the concept that women are very much, I think, slightly like bees. Um, We each contribute to our community in a really significant way, having a key role. And we're always so busy and so purposeful, giving to others as much as we possibly can. Quiet the Hive is about quietening that buzz in our heads, whether that comes from the inner critic, the work-life balance or the mental load. So that's where the name comes from. Um, And I work with specifically women, um, women leaders quite often, um, through a variety of means, including coaching, facilitation, sharing hints and tips on um, Insta and and Twitter. But the main programme at the moment that's taking up um, my focus is the Amazing Women Leaders programme, which launches in November, which is really exciting. Um, I'm a big believer in the power of tribe and the value of community. um, And the Amazing Women Leaders is an opportunity to get some peer mentoring and build a network for life that will champion and encourage you. Um, women, I think this this may link into the networking bit, we're really good at supporting and developing other people and we get very nervous when it comes to putting ourselves forward and selling ourselves and talking about ourselves in really positive ways and, and championing ourselves, which I think is one of the things that hinders the, um, or makes networking slightly terrifying for some people. <laughs> I'm glad you've said it's terrifying for some people. <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying for me. Yeah. Um, we love your Insta feed at Cat's Pyjamas. We think it's brilliant. Thank I follow you. along um, and I can absolutely recommend uh, the AWL programme to people having been on it myself. So pleasure to have you here. Thanks for sharing um, more about Quiet the Hive. So um, on to the thorny topic of networking. Um, We all know we should do it, Mm -hmm. but a lot of us find it challenging. Mm -hmm. So let's just start with the basics. We talk about networking. What is it and why is it important for us? Okay, so so first of all, I should probably make something very, very clear that um, networking I I also find terrifying so while I can talk about it and tell you about the the reasons for doing it it still requires me to go out of my comfort zone to do it so it's it doesn't come easy or naturally even when you know this stuff but what can help is having some hints and tips that can help you to put yourself forward so at a business level we all know that networking is about the opportunity to connect with potential clients to sell ourselves and our product Um, to make some key links, hopefully to forge forward with our business. Um, And I I think that's why it can feel quite awkward because it is a a very un-British thing to sell yourself (laughs) and put yourself forward. And also it doesn't come naturally to a lot of women as well. I think think there's a a real key thing there. Um, At a human level, we thrive on connection. So I think as many of your listeners will be able to say, actually, net networking does scare me they will also be able to tell you about times when they were brave put themselves out there and actually had a wonderful time because of it um i have sat at dinners where i've known no one 
and been absolutely terrified. Had a conversation with someone and sort of two hours later been thrilled at the, at the value and depth of conversation I've had just by sort of putting myself out there a bit. Um, so that human level is around connection. It helps to feel connected. We like to share stories and hopes and fears. Um, but it does require a level of vulnerability, which is what makes it scary. Um, so it, it requires you to expose a bit of yourself, to be brave, to sometimes make the first step. Um, but it is important because actually, if you are going to make your business work, you have to be able to tell people about it. You have to be able to um, talk about it in glowing terms which should be easy for you if you are absolutely believing in what you're doing, which is hopefully why we've all gone into our own businesses um, or, or we're working in the careers that we're working in, we are passionate about them. Absolutely. I love your passion. I can hear it coming through um, already, <laughs> Jane. So um, I guess a question for me, which hopefully resonates with some of the listeners, mm -hmm. is how come seemingly confident people, and you've touched a bit on this already, and people like myself who actually communicate for a living yeah. uh, and help others to communicate, do you seem to find this so difficult and so challenging when you put on the spot to network? Absolutely. So I, I think, you know, I've referred to, to the fact that some of it is about selling yourself and about talking about yourself, which doesn't come naturally sometimes to people. Um, but largely, I think this comes from the inner critic. So um, I, I, I sometimes refer to this as, as the lizard voice. Um, but basically, it's that little voice in your head that goes, you're a bit crap. Um, or tells you that, oh yes, this would be excellent, but maybe you should just get another degree in it first. Or you could absolutely do this, but not now. Now is not a good time. So it's that voice that talks you out of stuff. Um, it's designed to keep you safe and small and hidden because it's a throwback from our, our um, days of old when actually we didn't know whether that saber-toothed tiger was really going to go and get us so we our, our brains can't now tell the difference between standing in a room full of people and making conversation and having eyes upon you as a good thing so when you're standing up and giving presentations when people are looking at you it's, it can be quite scary because your brain is going oh my god eyes looking you are making yourself visible you are a target your brain can't tell that actually you've been invited here to talk to these people and they all want to hear from you and it's fine. So, so that inner critic comes into play to keep you small and safe and hidden. So it's absolutely a safety instinct. But what it can manifest as, um, and it would be interesting to hear from your listeners how many of these resonate with them and whether they come up with other examples as well. Um, so quite often thinking, well, why would they want to hear from me? Why have I got anything of interest to say? You know, I've got nothing to say. I don't have anything of value to contribute. Um, there's the comparison factor as well. So that, that person is so much more um, experienced than me or they are so much more, I don't know, uh, socially adept than me or, or more beautiful than me or cleverer than me or smarter than me. And all of that is the inner critic sort of devaluing yourself, keeping yourself small and safe and hidden. But that's why it's really hard, even for people who um, have an extroverted preference or can appear very confident. Um, it, it, it can feel quite terrifying because your inner critic is trying to keep you safe and, and hidden. I had a really um, interesting talk actually. Uh, I went to an organisational development conference um, and there was a great talk about conversation being like um, improvisation in jazz. So someone gives you something and you give something back to that and you're building on it, but it's all improvisation because I don't know I'm, you know, I'm vaguely terrified now because I don't know what question you might I give might me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there's something about it being a riff and having to improvise. 
and that can be quite scary as well especially if you are self-doubting your own experience or knowledge you're worried that someone might ask you a question that trips you up yes maybe we'll come back to that in tips yeah what happens yeah. when someone asks you a question that does trip you up Absolutely. so it's beginning to make more sense to me about why people might lack the confidence or feel scared or nervous mm. or anxious about that whole idea of networking so um, I'm hoping you've got some top tips for us about so what we can do to <laughs> challenge that. So in, in true Blue Peter style which possibly gives my age away although I think it's still going <laughs> um, here's some I prepared. So I, I've broken it down into three aspects so there's something about preparing yourself to go into that networking space so the before there's something about the during so what, what's the approach how do you make that approach how do you have those conversations and there's something about after so what's the follow-up from the networking conversation so before if we're talking about what we can do to make it easier to go into a networking space I think there's something about changing the narrative so call it something else so if in your mind networking is terrifying don't call it networking call it I don't know um, socially connecting if you want to give it a fancy word or call it having a chat or call it going and meeting some people or you know something that takes the fear out of it you can also see it differently. So as well as giving it a different narrative, see it differently. So you're possibly helping out someone else who feels awkward. So if you see someone who's standing on their own, go and start the conversation there because chances are they're sitting there thinking, how the hell do I have a conversation as well? So it might be easier to target someone who's on their own than break into an existing conversation. There's also um, the something about the power pose so before you go into the room at all um, Amy Cuddy has done a brilliant TED talk and um, we can probably put the link to that in your show notes um, she's done a brilliant TED talk about power posing and actually it's been scientifically proven that if you hold a stance of power for two minutes your testosterone levels rise so you feel more confident um, it is that sort of it's not even fake it till you make it it's fake it till you become it um, so you know take two minutes and go into the loop freshen up if you're anything like me I always have a power lipstick which I am actually wearing now just to, uh, by to the way it looks you. good thank you but you know there's, there's there's armor that helps you isn't there and if you take two minutes to go into the loo just freshen up get ready and just do a quick power pose mm. that can help um Tara Moore who is a brilliant woman who wrote a, a fantastic book that I recommend left right and center called playing big um she talks about seeing it as a lab so um, if you're worried or nervous about something that you're doing, see it as a chance to experiment. All you're doing is experimenting. So if you say to yourself, I'm going to experiment with talking to three people tonight and have three different conversations and see which one works best. You can sort of take the pressure off and do it that way. Um, and also see it as sales. Um, sorry, see it not as sales, but as service. So don't see it as I've got to go and sell myself. See it as it's really interesting to find out more about these people and how I might be able to help them. So don't see it as pound signs, don't see it as customers, see it as making a connection and offering assistance. That's really? another way to sort of spin, spin it. Um, the I'm, I'm loving some of these tips because I'm thinking to myself, I need to work out what my power pose is. Yes. So if people see me around yes, standing in really odd poses, yeah. it's me practicing, but absolutely agree with the armor. So yeah. um, I always wear my glasses if I'm doing presentations or talking to people yeah. even though I only really need them for the computer because I just feel like there's a, a bit of a shield yeah. there that's protecting me. Absolutely. So, um, so the, the Wonder Woman is a great pose. So stand with your legs slightly um, further than hip width, width apart, put your hands on your hips, stand up straight. Automatically, like just, just acting this out to you now, I can feel yes. that it lifts me. Do I need a cape? 
for the Wonder Woman you pose? You don't. Okay. But if you've got one, stick it on. <laughs> Wear Why it. Not? Yeah. Exactly. Any Talking armor point. is good. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And and actually, um, that might be a good segue into the approach. <laughs> so um, when you're so if you're if you're then ready to go and start your conversation, talk to someone about the venue or what they're wearing. Comment on their cape or their power lipstick or their glasses. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes the easiest things to connect with are the most human things. So make sure it's not superficial. Choose something that you genuinely do like, but say, um, you know, I noticed your top from across the room is fabulous. Where did you get it? Or talk about, um, gosh, I noticed how confidently you walked in, into the room. I'm so impressed because I'm feeling quite nervous. You know, Talk about something that isn't about work or isn't immediately, hi, my name's Jane Galloway, I work quite high. This is what we can do, I can sell it to you. Don't, don't start with that because it puts too much pressure on you. And it's also, it's not authentic. So start with something that feels authentic. Make a comment about the venue, what they're wearing, the music, but don't start with work necessarily. Also, it'll help you to stand out because you'll be the person who came up with something interesting and original. Um, someone has suggested uh, speak to them as if it's someone you know so if this person was already a friend how would you talk to them and approach it that way so don't see them as a oh my god this is a complete stranger I've got to cold call and go and have a conversation imagine to yourself that this is someone you know already and just go and have a chat and see what comes up ask questions be curious so you can take a lot of pressure off yourself by asking questions. Everyone loves to talk about themselves. Um, and this is why things like coaching are so brilliant because it's just an hour of focusing on you. And how often do we get the chance to do that? So if you give someone your undivided attention and ask them interesting questions about themselves, they will give you material to feedback on. That, that riff, that, that improvisation conversation becomes really effortless because actually they put a lot of the effort into it. Um, and, and while you're doing that, make sure you're being interested and present. Um, don't be in a hurry to move on. Take time and pay them due courtesy and respect. However, in saying that, when you're <laughs> ready to move on, say so. So you can come up with something like, it, it's been so lovely to talk to you. I really enjoyed hearing about and put in what you valued about the conversation. I should really let you go now so we can continue these great conversations with other people. You know, just, just make it so that you're giving them permission to go and have different conversations than you are. Because, let's face it, not every conversation we have is sparkling and witty and wonderful and joyful. Sometimes you do talk to someone who actually you don't click with so much. It's okay to excuse yourself, especially in situations where everyone is aware that it's a networking opportunity. And that's a nice, polite British way to do it. Exactly. Well, they do rather like than that. just walking off. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there is something. Don't, don't do the, um, oh, I, I'm, I'm just going to get... I'm, just go get a drink or something because that's really obvious yeah exactly if you're not going to come back make it clear that you're not coming back it's been lovely talking to you i'm going to grab a drink now maybe we'll see each other later or um it's been fabulous having a conversation i'm moving on now um enjoy the rest of your evening you don't have to be unkind about it but you also don't have to stay out of politeness excellent so um you can, the other thing you can consider doing is turning it into a challenge. So I mentioned earlier about seeing it as a lab. So set yourself a target. So I'm going to have three conversations with people tonight. And, and then, you know, they don't have to be, it's not I'm going to talk all night to multiple different people. It's going to be I, I'm going to have at least a two-minute conversation with three different people. Something that feels okay but pushes you to do it. 
So that's kind of how you would maybe launch into yes. into the conversations. And often some of those conversations you have, it's usually the most unexpected ones yeah. that end up giving reward at some Absolutely. point further down the line. Yeah. So um, I like your point, but you know, don't stick with people just because you feel like you have to yeah. help them out. Go and talk to lots of people, be curious, Absolutely. talk about lots of different things yeah. um, because you never know what connections might come from that. That's so right. Professionally or... yeah personally you know things that you've got common interest in that lead to an opportunity absolutely much further down the line yeah and it comes back to that service not sales yeah thing. definitely and so what once you've kind of been in the room mm-hmm. and you've you've faced your fears <laughs> and you've got over that and you've like yes i've had some really good i've hit my goal of talking to three different people and yeah. in fact i might have even exceeded my goal absolutely to absolutely tons of people um i don't know I've, my experience has been i went to my first networking event um as founder of Cat's Pyjamas and was t- absolutely terrified, went and had a lovely time, but yeah. it was almost sort of anti-climax when it was time to go home and I'm like, oh, yeah. right, I've done it now. What now? Yes. So is there a what now? So there is, I think, there's, uh, and I think actually in some ways this is, this is the most important bit. So don't let the conversations just be conversations in the room. So if you get a business card, make a note on it as soon as you can afterwards so you remember who they are. Don't just put um, this you know, Carrie-Anne, founder of Cat's Pajamas, put Carrie-Anne, amazing glasses, talked about this, um, has a dog, or whatever it might be, so that you remember personal things about them, and it helps you make that connection better with remembering who they are, because if you're anything like me, sometimes you look at cards or connections sort of weeks down the line, you think, I have no idea who this person is, which is really bad, especially when you've gone to the effort of getting over your fears and talking to them. Um, if you don't have a business card, find them on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is such a good platform and, and growing all the time. Um, and send a personal note if you can. So reach out to them, connect, um, and, and just add a little personal note to say how much you enjoyed talking to them. Include something of what you spoke about. You know, you could you can go back to that. Thanks, I'm moving on. I loved our conversation about. You can use that bit again. So I really valued our talk about this thing or whatever it was. Um, send them something to help them. So it's a really lovely idea. And as I was reminding myself of this tip, I, I realized that I'd had it done to me in the, in the last month or so, which I hadn't really twigged until I was reviewing it now and thinking that's a really good idea. That's what exactly will that bloke to, to me. So there's something about uh, if you have had a conversation with them about, I don't know, about uh, you know a really great website or platform or forum to record podcasts on, for example, Drop them a note and say, we were talking about podcasts and um, I remembered you were looking for a platform and I recommended something and here's the link to that. Um, or we spoke about this and, and I found this great article and I thought it might be of interest to you and send it over. Because again, you're doing the service thing. It's not sales, it's service. And it's so much easier to ask for help or support when you're not in a cold call situation. Mm-hmm. So if you've already made the connection and you've followed up, then that's really, really helpful, I think. And if you really start, just reach out and say hi and thanks for the conversation. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to bombard them with stuff. It doesn't have to be this this sort of great offering. It can just be really valued the conversation. Um, thanks very much. Hope it's okay to connect. Um, yeah, so those, those would be, I think, probably my... Tips, tips and hints that that might help 
Um, and if it's useful, I can I can write this up so that I can share it with subscribers to um, the Cat's Pajamas newsletter and quite the Hive newsletter as well. And really brilliant tips. I've got some for myself already. So Great. it's really good to have that practical, some tips and an approach to facing the fear of networking. Fab. But also I'm interested and maybe we'll invite you back to talk some more Yay. around the inner critic and thinking I need to have an opportunity now to go back and reflect on what's the cause of those fears, what yeah. is it that's really making me feel anxious about being in that networking situation, because actually there's probably lots of other things um, where it I can comes, do to yeah. kind of support that and, and kind of move on from that. So yeah. um, hopefully um, other people who've listened to found this as useful as I found it. Absolutely appreciate your time um, recording this podcast with us and so pleased you're our, our first person to I'm be interviewed. Um, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom. Um, where can people go to find out more about you and what you do if they love what they've heard today? Sure. So um, I am able to be followed at choir underscore the underscore hive at Insta and Twitter. And the website is www.quietthehive.com, all one word. Brilliant. Then. So do connect. I'd, I'd love to have conversations with people. If it's spark thoughts or ideas for people or they want help on specific issues, then really happy to have a chat. Perfect. And we'll put those details in the show notes so people can look you up if they want to. Thank you so much, Jane. Really Thank appreciate you. your time and hopefully hear from you again in a future edition that would be lovely and it's been an honor thank you so much and i wish you every success with your podcast i think it's going to be great i'm looking forward to tuning into the rest of the um, subjects thank you